Welcome to Own It with Teen to Teen. So on today's episode, our topic is opening up. We will be talking about how to open up and the importance of opening up with two very special guests. Our French teacher, Aisha Mam, who always talks to us about this topic, and Ms. Zeba, who is studying psychology. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having us here. This is Ms. Aisha. And as the introduction was given, I teach French in MCTM International School. I've been teaching French for the past uh, seven years. So it's been a great association for me working with the students. And yeah, as they've told already, opening up is a topic which I've already I've always spoken with my students. And I feel that's a quite interesting topic to discuss on also. Thanks for having us here. Okay, uh, hi, I'm Zeba. I'm doing my second year in psychology, BSc psychology in Stella. And yeah, thanks for having me here. Um, I want to talk about it. So. Hi, so it's great to have you both here. And let's start off with the first question. What do you think stops people from opening up? Like what scares them? Okay, so I'll uh, go over this question. To start with, opening up is something which not every people do it just casually. When we say opening up, when do we usually want to open up? Only when we face an issue. So the matter of opening up itself is come is coming only when a person has an issue. So not every teenager or every person opens up that very casually. So why could it be? So let's see like what are the possible circumstances why a teenager or maybe even a grown up person, an adult, a kid or anyone is scared to open up. The first thing which strikes my mind is like it could be some incident in the past. So maybe like a person has faced something traumatic, could be humiliating or something, and the person is not able to forget that incident. So in that kind of situation, a person will be scared to open up because the problem which that person knows is going to spread on or it's going to be shared with another person. So if that incident is humiliating, the person could be scared. If the incident is traumatic also, the person could be scared. So the reason why they're going to be scared is like, you know, when they share with another person or when they open up frankly to another person, there's always a risk that they could get hurt further. So this brings me to the second point, which says that like, you know, the person can be scared of getting hurt even further. Already they are hurt and they are scared. And when they open up to another person, they can further get hurt. So what they do is during these kind of situations, they try to build a walled wall around themselves. They have some preconceived thoughts. The thought that like, you know, this matter is so trivial to me. I will not share it with the next person. So if I share it with this person, the news may spread. They imagine certain things like which is totally unwanted, which may be accepted in a positive way by a person, but they might think that like, you know, it could be preconceived in another way. So that could be one reason maybe the people are scared to open up. For an adult, it could be like, you know, more kind of issues, like it could be the financial problem. It could be either marital issues or it could be a violence point of view or dealing with teenagers, dealing with toddlers. Whereas if you take from adolescence point of view, it could be like even a small issue of having a fight with a friend. So the situation can vary according to the age group. So the reason they don't want to open up is like the fear of getting hurt again and again. And one more point, which I think is really important, which scares people to open up 
so when you share something with someone else you can end up getting judged so fear of getting judged could be one reason because this may be like you know very apt to teenagers when they want to discuss on something related to weight issues or uh, the way they dress up so if they want to open up to a friend regarding that they themselves could be judged the friends can pass mean comments so it could be anything related to that so they don't want to get judged or if they face any other situation where they want to open up they would have done something which could be according to them an act of embarrassment so they are feared that they might be embarrassed if they share the issue what if they are going to talk behind them if the issue is shared they can become a laughing stock kind of thing so an embarrassing issue could be that then uh, one more point which i could think of it's like you know when a person shares a secret or when they open up with something they tend to be a little more vulnerable the term vulnerable could be both positive or negative but on the negative side the person like you know the secret is being shared with the next person so something which is just known to them is also known to the next person so they tend to be a bit vulnerable then certain points could be like you know uh, as a person grows up they would have learned to hide the feelings then a person could be like you know shy they don't know how to express their feelings they would want to open up but they don't know how to open up they don't know how to express their feelings or emotions in all these kind of situations i feel like you know people adolescents youngsters or even adults they may be uh, you know scared to open up or share the feelings with others yeah yeah i agree i feel like so many people are scared of being vulnerable and getting judged by others and it leads them to overthinking or just completely hiding their feelings which is very very wrong mm-hmm. me what i feel uh for this situation will be a person to whom they are going to open up or something there should be some kind of consistency in helping the person to build trust the person should have a sense of trust to make them feel comfortable to open up so the person to whom they are opening up must be really really consistent in building trust this may not happen that very casually for everyone some people may you know they just want to let out they want to open up they are so desperate that they they want to open up all that they need is a person and they need a trustworthy person so a simple trust is enough there are certain people who are really really uh, introverted they don't speak that often they require more time to build the trust the process of building the trust itself will take a time so how to like you know the person to whom they are going to open up the person should be like really really trustworthy and be consistent enough in uh, earning the person's trust then one more thing the person to whom they are going to talk okay they decided to this person is what i'm going to talk so the person should be an active listener so he or she cannot be just talking on to themselves rather than giving an opportunity to the person who's trying to open up so a person should actively listen listen carefully to the emotions to all that must let just you know simply let the person vent out the feelings and it's not just about listening and not doing anything else and there should be a balance if we ask like you know way too many questions we have to be careful that the questions aren't too sensitive and personal to hurt the feelings of the person who's trying to open up they are trying to open up we must leave it to themselves to open up on their own free accord so 
probing into them and asking way too many questions might at times hurt their feelings so just be careful that you don't ask too much sensitive questions then you can you know demonstrate you know some amount of sharing you can share a bit of personal experiences and self disclosure okay you are not in this journey alone even i face some problems like that even i've had a similar situation so you can also share like you know a similar experience that you passed so that will uh, you face sorry you that will give some reassurance to the person thinking that like you know they are not alone in the same problem and you are also there and there are many other people who face these problems and apart from just you know talking the face to face gestures the non verbal gestures a thumbs up sign a pat on the shoulders like you know those kind of signs like just no, uh, nodding the head just giving some other reactions or gestures can mean a lot not necessarily like you know if you see like a, in this virtual kind of situation the face to face communication is what we are lacking amidst the covid situation so like you know non verbal gestures do mean a lot when we meet a person and we interact in person then like you know you have to make a person feel safe wanted value the relationship value the you know the words the person tells and you know give respect to what the person is talking then be patient enough so that's really really important throughout all these things that i've told you be patient don't force the person to open up when the person is not completely ready so they have decided to open up so all you have to do is talk really slowly patiently so that the person sooner or later is going to you know open up completely it may not happen overnight it could be over a period of like you know 2 or 3 days at times weeks depending on like you know the person should just open up on their own it we can't force things out of it we can ask but if we feel that the person is reluctant we shouldn't force it forcing a person to open up might make them feel uncomfortable yeah yes i think showing a person that you're there for them and that you're there to listen to them as well as being patient is very important so we've spoken about why people are scared of opening up and how to make people open up easily so now moving on to the next question why do you think it it's important to open up all right so um to open up to people isn't always easy uh, to be vulnerable to be raw and you know letting others see a side of you that only you know about um it is really important to open up for like a couple of reasons the first one uh, being opening up to people can help you gain perspective to find solutions that you may not have thought of so their uh, you know their answers may actually help you because the solutions you may have thought of and you've tried they may not always work right so you know getting help from others will uh, help you so like you know they may also face us face the same problem or a similar problem and they may give you a solution uh, another reason is uh, to help reduce stigma about having problems regarding one's mental health uh, there's so much like taboo and you know all of that uh, and helping you know re- uh, reducing especially with like indian parents it's not easy so yeah uh the next reason could be uh opening up you may also uh, encourage others to uh, open up by 
uh, opening up to your parents to you know people who you feel comfortable with other seeing you your siblings or someone going through something else may also like uh, you may encourage them to open up and uh, the next one is talking to someone about uh, talking to someone you trust may reduce your anxiety and stress uh, it will give you a sense of relief and it may also uh, help you feel like you know like a big uh, weight from your head is like taken down it's you know it gives you a sense of relief it makes you feel better in so many ways uh, yeah that's about it yeah i agree i feel like opening up is so important and it makes someone feel so good um which brings me to the next question generally are people more comfortable speaking out to close ones or complete strangers um okay so honestly it depends on the situation like you know the problem you're going through because see for example when you have problems with your family uh, and when you share that with your friends they may not really understand how your family works because they may have a different set of rules that they follow like their family situation is different so you may you know talk to a relative or someone who knows about your family but when it comes to problems with friends uh, you may talk to like other friends because you don't know your family doesn't know you know what your friends are like and you know you may not always be able to share your problems to your family right because yeah for for whatsoever reasons you may not like talking about your friends to your family you may like to keep it separate your two worlds uh that's one and also uh honestly like personally i feel talking to strangers is better because opening up to strangers is better because they may not judge you and your friends if you tell them you may you know like they may see you in a different way afterwards like they may judge you based on what you told them and not your past relationship so that's one and also you really don't get to meet a stranger again but i mean if you if you're in therapy or something then yeah and it will help but when it's like a complete stranger you don't get to see them again right so it's easier yeah i would also like to add on to this like uh, from a teacher's point of view because uh, what i feel uh, more commonly students they would like to come and disclose many family problems which they face so according to the student the parents are like you know they are meeting almost on a day to day basis teachers also they are meeting on a day to day basis as ms zaba pointed out it's like you know depending on the circumstances certain issues that you face in school with one teacher or the other teacher the student you know they will come and talk to the teacher itself or another uh, teacher so that they know what the situation is whereas if they take the issue home the parent may not understand clearly as to what the student is trying to tell the child whatever he or she is trying to tell the parent may not understand because the parent has not faced or lived in the same situation whereas a teacher was saying that they could relate to the situation in a better way the same applies like you know a certain family situation if you want to discuss with your aunts a problem faced by a mother if a child is having a problem with a mother or a father if they discuss the same issue with an aunt or an uncle they might understand the circumstance or situation better or maybe a grandparent if they are staying in a joint family or a cousin so i feel that you know they can relate to the problem in a better way whereas in a kind of a school kind of scenario there, there are two ways of looking into the same problem at times they can feel like you know the problem is going to be known by everyone and at times the problem they feel that you know if they talk to the teacher they are going to get a better solution so this applies to every single thing 
what i feel is talking to a complete stranger like a therapist or something that's like you know really when they have an issue it's not like opening up for small issues so for certain things when a person is going to be too too depressed so only in that kind of scenario i feel like a therapist or a counselor comes into question so that's what i would wanted to i yeah that's what i just wanted to add on to this thank you yeah i think that's true it's very situational based and based on the situation place and time so for the next question um how do you know if there's something bothering the people who are around every day and how can we approach them and help them in the best way possible okay so okay i'll uh, try to split this question into two so you asked about like how to find out that people are like you know dull or uh, considering the situation or and how to act around those people so i'll answer the first part of this so when you are saying that how to find out the people who are uh, kind of upset or not opening up so you just consider a day to day situation so at home who are the people whom you see at home it could be your parents and uh, if you're going for work or if you're going to school you meet your friends then at home children will be around then at home there'll be the helpers who are there around grandparents and if you're going to work there'll be colleagues so let's see like you know analyze each person how do you find out the person he or she is dull or anything so for considered like you know your parents a mother maybe like you know consider a house worker a mother who's a housewife who's at home she's been working all day making breakfast for you getting ready and uh, making you ready to go to school then doing the household chores then a routine you you know what your mom does almost every single day or maybe if it's a working mom a mom goes to a particular workplace at a particular point of time and when you come back from home you have a fixed routine and if you see a mom not doing that particular work for a particular day the immediate question which comes to us like you know why isn't she not doing this what's wrong with her that's a frequent question what's wrong with you that's what we ask a person who's going to be kind of lethargic so maybe like you know she's kind of dull or she's just you know crouching about in one corner of the room or something so that would be one reason the change in behavior the mood swings so a soft person is suddenly you know the the tone is becoming really really rude this is not just for a mother as a teacher's point of view maybe they could have used to seeing a teacher really kind really soft one day when the teacher is really flaring up so it's not necessary the teacher is always angry that could be some reason why the teacher is faced with some other problems and they're not exactly revealing what's the problem the change in mood the change of tone and everything could also be an underlying reason for all these problems so when you want to see about like you know when you moving on to the next set of people maybe like friends with whom you are constantly in touch with so a friend is constantly messaging you or calling you a long gap of messages or calls you can feel like you know why the person isn't coming back to me so what's the problem so the that could be an underlying problem it's not all always the person is avoiding you or busy it could be a, it, it maybe it could be a reason for a problem where the person is facing an issue so if a person is coming to school frequently he or she is absent for a long period of time again mood swings mood swings like you know it it's over all people so for a friend maybe like you know not calling not replying to messages avoiding calls cutting calls not replying to messages and all those things not being active in social media ignoring your messages so all these things could be a part of a reason you think like you know the person is facing a problem and it's not opening up for a small child maybe a 
three year old or a six year old person like you know i have a niece who's four or six years old so i feel like you know when the child is dull not actively running around and goes sits in a corner of the room it could be like a small problem even for a baby a baby like you know small small things like something which is abnormal uh, from the daily routine which a person does so that could be a thing even helpers the domestic helpers whom we feel uh, who uh, see around in our house are maids or drivers and any other helpers whom we see if they are disoriented towards work lack of focus so that could be a you know a warning alarm that something is wrong and they facing a problem and they are you know not disclosing what's the actual reason is so it could be colleagues this is for all age groups and for all category of people any change in the behavior so anything which is different from the routine that calls for attention and we have to just look into what the actual reason for the problem is it could be a normal problem or it could be a sign to a bigger problem as well yeah yeah so yeah i completely agree with all of your points and um moving on to the next question how do we act around people who have just confessed in us or told us what's bothering them or what's going on in their lives uh so the first thing you can uh, help others like, when they come and talk to you or open to you about open up to you about their problems or what they're going through is uh, giving them reassurance that you know all this happens and you know talking nice things to them and actively like paying attention to what they're talking you can also you know like encouraging words like you know this happens you you you're not alone you know there are people with bigger problems i mean or not not like belittling their problems by putting their problems down but also letting them know that there are people with bigger problems and you know there are there are solutions to what you're going through so that's that and then the next is uh again following up when giving them a word of hope saying you know you will be fine it's almost the same it's just that you do it on a regular basis like maybe they talk to you about something today and then two days you guys don't talk and then after two days maybe you can you know give them a call and ask them how their day was and things like that just basic stuff then uh one more thing is you don't you don't keep talking about their problem like asking them um you know how is he what what did he tell then what did she tell then you know are you guys okay now or something like that you don't dig too much into their past unless the person wants to tell you right so you don't force them uh to talk about things they they're not interested in talking about or they're not comfortable in opening up to you then um you don't you don't need to the next thing is you don't have to you know act different in front of them just because they told you something you know it may even make you feel uncomfortable but that does not mean you act in a way that makes them uncomfortable because they trust you and they're opening up to you which means you shouldn't you know uh, make them feel uncomfortable because they're already coming to you with their problems right so be normal you know act usual do your daily things and yeah be be normal around them you know uh the next things don't leave them alone as in in the sense when when you're staying with like your friends or you know it's like you know two of you all are staying in a hostel or like you're you're sharing a dorm or something like that you don't leave them alone right so you you keep checking up on them have an eye on them like what are they doing their daily things are they okay or, or are they like avoiding you or 
you know getting into trouble or something like that just keep an eye on them and you know again reassurance and everything talk to them be friendly and all of that so the uh, next one is uh, casually have a word you know anonymously with others which means you don't necessarily need to tell others what the person is going through but you know if if you're having a problem and you don't uh, and you're you're coming and talking to me but you know i don't necessarily tell your tell your problem to your mom or someone but i ask them like you know how is she is she fine did she did she go to school did she eat properly or something like that just just you know checking up with others as well you know how they're acting with you so those are all the points yeah i completely agree it's very important to make sure the person feels comfortable and you give them enough reassurance so they know that they can come to you and trust you and finally um, which brings me to the last question in terms of trust how do we help others trust us and how do we trust people ourselves okay i'll uh, take this looking into from two points of view so in terms of trust how do we help others trust us okay now just understand that when a person has opened up to a person yeah it's just one sitting or maybe two or twice or thrice the person is like you know listening to the um, so listening to the person vent out the emotions and feelings very patiently and uh, positively so they've been patient so the first thing which i would uh, say like you know don't talk uh, behind so after having listened into like you know just a situation between two friends where one friend is talking about the entire feelings or emotions to another person and the next person as like you know they seem to be very very uh, understanding very kind they just get all the information out of the person because the person is opening up is going to be kind of emotionally weak so in a sense of you know agony they pour out the entire feelings and the listener after having heard everything it's kind of wrong or weird to go and talk behind them in a very you know sarcastical manner that's like again backbiting so that should be completely avoided so if that kind of attitude is going to continue there won't be any trust and one more thing from the person's point of view the person who is opening up so they are pouring out all the feelings but you know they also need to have in mind that the person who's listening will also have their own time constraints space and everything you shouldn't just bug a person and you know just annoy over and over and again just talking about the same thing again and again which can put away the person and make the person lose the element of trust so it's like from two persons point of view the listener should be really trustworthy not talk behind and anything and even the person who's opening up try to be little empathetic because once you open up the very first time you open up you pour out all the problems but it doesn't stop once you will need a follow up again and again and when you like you know try to build the trust of the person be little patient on both sides like you know don't force all your ideas or don't demand for time don't if a person is going to demand for time or anything the other person will lose the confidence and the trust and you know they will try to avoid so don't create those kind of situation so the person who's listening actually has to be really really you know be precise and uh, sorry the person who is uh, opening up be like you know confess everything and don't repeat points again and again and the person who is listening just make sure that you know you don't avoid them just give a reassurance that you are there for them it could be a simple like you know picking up a call and uh, you know replying to a message don't worry i'm there with you 
so these kind of small small gestures will try to build up the tr trust and for me as a person when i like you know how do we trust people ourselves so whom do we usually trust the people who always stand up for us during times of need when you go and you know spill out a problem that could be like many kind of people some people will talk behind you some people will hear everything and they don't want to listen to you again they may avoid you completely telling different different reasons okay no i just want to have fun with her i'm not ready to listen to her problems but that could be genuine people you know they will patiently silently listen to you and just give a word of reassurance so what do we expect from a person to whom you are going to open up your feelings just like you know a sense of uh, feeling and sense of being accepted that the person is ready to listen and the person is there for you so that's what i feel is like kind of really really important and as time grows by you will have the trust yourself it's not about like you know being dependent on another person always you gradually build an element of trust and you know then you know like you know you you will have a perception you will have you know a tendency to make a right judgment between the person who is ready to listen to you and the person who's trying to shut you off so over a period of time i think like you will get to know as to whom you could trust it's like just based on intuition and your feeling you will know that the person is going to be there for you and the person who is just shutting you off you will not automatically go and spill out your feelings to that person the next time yeah that's about it yeah i agree and i also would like to add a point to be careful who you trust because again um they mentioned before people are scared of getting hurt so if you trust the wrong person you could also get hurt okay so this was a really nice conversation and we definitely learned a lot from this topic and your points were amazing thank you so much for being here yeah thank you so much for having us it's been a pleasure interacting and you know, being a part of your process the project whatever you're doing good luck to it yes thank you so much yeah um thank you for yeah. having me here and um, so it was really nice talking so yeah thank you guys for listening with that yeah. we conclude this episode thank you so much ma'am and miss zeba for being a part of this episode and sharing your views on the topic